fast she could. Tommy and Annika sat and watched how she went through the dough, how she threw the cookies onto the cookie pans and swung the pans into the oven. They thought it was as good as a circus. Done, said Pippi at last, and shut the oven door on the last pans with a bang. What are we going to do now? asked Tommy. I don't know what you are going to do, said Pippi, but I know I can't lie around and be lazy. I am a thing finder, and when you're a thing finder, you don't have a minute to spare. What did you say you are? asked Annika. A thing finder. What's that? asked Tommy. Somebody who hunts for things, naturally. What else could it be? said Pippi, as she swept all the flour left on the floor into a little pile. The whole world is full of things, and somebody has to look for them. And that's just what a thing finder does, she finished. What kind of things? asked Annika. Oh, all kinds, said Pippi. Lumps of gold, ostrich feathers, dead rats, candy snap crackers, little tiny screws, and things like that. Tommy and Annika thought it sounded as if it would be fun, and wanted very much to be thing finders too, although Tommy did say he hoped he'd find a lump of gold, and not a little tiny screw. We shall see what we shall see, said Pippi. One always finds something. But we've got to hurry up and get going, so that other thing finders don't pick up all the lumps of gold around here before we get them. All three thing-finders now set out. They decided that it would be best to begin hunting around the houses in the neighborhood, because Pippi said that although it could perfectly well happen that one might find a little screw deep in the woods, still the very best things were usually found where people were living. Though, for that matter, she said, I've seen it the other way around, too. I remember once when I was out hunting for things in the jungles of Borneo, right in the heart of the forest, where no human being had ever before set foot what do you suppose I found? Why, a very fine wooden leg. I gave it away later to a one-legged old man, and he said that a wooden leg like that wasn't to be had for love or money. Tommy and Annika looked at Pippi to see just how a thing finder acted. Pippi ran from one side of the road to the other, shaded her eyes with her hand, and hunted and hunted. Sometimes she crawled about on her hands and knees, stuck her hands in between the pickets of a fence, and then said in a disappointed tone, Oh dear, I was sure I saw a lump of gold. May we really take everything we find? asked Annika. Yes, everything that is lying on the ground, said Pippi. Presently they came to an old man lying asleep on the lawn outside his cottage. There, said Pippi, that man is lying on the ground and we have found him. We'll take him. Tommy and Annika were utterly horrified. No, no, Pippi, we can't take an old gentleman. We couldn't possibly, said Tommy. Anyway, whatever would we do with him? What would we do with him? Oh, there are plenty of things we could do with him. We could keep him in a little rabbit hutch instead of a rabbit and feed him on dandelions. But if you don't want to, I don't care. Though it does bother me to think that some other thing finder may come along and grab him. They went on. Suddenly, Pippi gave a terrific yell. Well! I never saw the like, she cried as she picked up a large, rusty old tin can from the grass. What a find! What a find! Cans! That's something you can never have too many of. Tommy looked at the can doubtfully. What can you use it for? Oh, you can use it in all sorts of ways, said Pippi. One way is to put cookies in it. Then it becomes a delightful jar with cookies. 
Another way is not to put cookies in it. Then it becomes a jar without cookies. That certainly isn't quite so delightful, but still, that's good, too. She examined the can, which was indeed rusty and had a hole in the bottom. It looks almost as if this were a jar without cookies, she said thoughtfully. But you can put it over your head and pretend that it is midnight. And that is just what she did. With the can on her head, she wandered around the block like a little metal tower and never stopped until she stumbled over a low wire fence and fell flat on her stomach. There was a big crash when the tin can hit the ground. Now, see that? said Pippi and took off the can. If I hadn't had this thing on me, I'd have fallen flat on my face and hurt myself terribly. Yes, said Annika. But if you hadn't had the can on your head, then you wouldn't have tripped on the wire fence in the first place. Before she had finished speaking, there was another triumphant cry from Pippi, who was holding up an empty spool of thread. This seems to be my lucky day.